And that is exactly why Ben Shapiro is completely correct when it comes to Israel-Palestine. So Paul is back. (laughs) He's got the hottest takes ever. Um, So, Paul, tell us about your conversion into a MAGA Republican. Tell us about your time away at Turning Point USA. Yeah, well, so I don't know if you guys are aware, but Charlie Kirk came to Columbus. There was like a massive protest, but like it was just a bunch of liberal cucks who like did not want Turning Point USA like on campus. But I'm all for free speech, right? And like, I'm all for independent thought. I had a chance to go. I got the backstage pass and like, I just kikied a bit with like Charlie and Candy. And it was a fantastic experience. And I think what I learned most is that I'm not sure that, you know, social media activists and people who just, you know, shout into the void in their liberal bubble are ever going to make change. I think it's about like going beyond, you know, like really reaching the part of America that people don't know, like talking about topics that are just taboo, like whatever happened to real men. And, you know, I can't do this anymore. (laughs) That was good. That was hard. I don't know if you guys could see my eyes, but that was pure panic. I couldn't I couldn't look at either of you during this or Maggie. That felt like a huge betrayal to who I am. You know, I do think you have a place in the right wing media MAGA sphere because I think they're kind of on the outs with a lot of their token gay men. People aren't really into Dave Rubin anymore. And that bisexual Steven Crowder, his whole career blew up. So you've got a place on the right wing, Paul. You know, I am interested in making some side cash. And I think judging from that 30 second performance alone, I could probably do it. I agree. Well, hi, guys. It's so fun to be back. (laughs) So Paul is here. Um, You can notice that one voice is not here. Erica. No, it's not her mic defunct as usual. (laughs) She is uh, away spending time with her family in Texas, right? Texas? Yes. Yeah. Interesting choice. But she's in Texas and her goal is to turn the state blue (laughs) while she's there. Well, she is also blue. Unfortunately, for those of you who know and have listened to this podcast for four or five years back when it was Let's Unpack That, um, our mascot, Sandy, unfortunately, is no longer with us. Uh, Erica's firstborn um, and our first podcast mascot um, unfortunately passed away. So Erica's taking a little bit of time away from the pod, naturally. Um, We wish her well. We wish her recovery. And I had a chance to step in. And I'm just here to bring the chaos because we are reading Erica's notes and doing (laughs) Erica's episodes, but without her here. (laughs) And none of us have prepared. That's a good thing to like let the audience know, right? That's what a professional would do. Get ready, guys. This is going to be horrible. (laughs) Maggie is sweating bullets. We have an outline. I'm going to read the words of a woman, which we all should do these days because women need to speak up. And before we, I do want to tick off, tick off, is that a word? Tick tick off. No, I don't want to tick anyone off. I want to, I want to kick off. No, I don't want to kick off the episode. Yeah, I want to, I want to tap into another topic. There's nothing to do with the episode and nothing to do with this banter, but I need, we need to talk about it because it's been everywhere. That's fine. I, you know what, like guys, we are just like edging each other right now. Like we are working until like we are, this is like us trying to figure out how we I got edged like 45 minutes ago. This is us trying to figure out how we work together again with this like strong male voice on the pod. You know? Oh, I feel like I have to be here. She yeah, does, Maggie. Maggie, Maggie do. has to be here for legal reasons. Like this just feels like a liability waiting to happen. If I logged off, I actually would be afraid to release this episode. <laughs> three white men and, and three mics. Never. Anyway, I need to know everyone's take on. I think we're in different takes here on Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey's relationship. Now that they've been spotted three times in public. Twice in one. Well, they were holding hands, right, recently? 
they were holding hands after SNL in New York so City. So my question is, who's Taylor Swift? Oh, don't, don't you. <laughs> what are your thoughts on it, Paul? So I don't know anything about him. Uh, like, I hope that she's oh. happy. That is that is quite literally the only thing that I can add to the Taylor Swift conversation. I see the photos that have been reposted. It does appear that she was hanging out with his mom. Um, but is he like problematic or something like that? Or no, oh, I was going to say, you guys remember the meme of Hillary walking into a voter's house during the 2016 <laughs> election and just being absolutely shocked. I saw that meme today with Taylor Swift walking into Travis Kelsey's house with like the like just, it's a, it was like Taylor Swift walking into Travis Kelsey's nine hundred thousand dollar home. <laughs> yeah. So but he, he like I'm getting thumbs up from Maggie that he, like he's a good guy. So I think he's well, so I have met him personally, but he um, is not as hot in person as he is in pictures. Not going to lie. I'll go on record saying that he is very kind. But the, I think Brave. what I have read about him, I didn't really follow him historically, is that he and this is I think the Internet has said this. And some of my friends who are black have said that he kind of is like has a little black scent at times and has kind of d- played in that world a little bit where he kind of thinks he can like pass as like certain parts of, of black culture. But and if you go back and watch that, he had a dating show on E like five or six years ago. It was called like Catching Kel- Catching Kelsey or something. And oh. he does seem a little bit less like white on that show. So he's like famous, famous then that he had a dating show. He was like a hot when he went into the league. He was like super. He's still hot it's from standards of I guess um, white men. And he, um, I guess, caught the eye of TV producers to do a dating show. Oh. He's always had a bit of a personality. His brother plays for Paul for the Eagles. Oh, okay. That would be his brother, Ravis? No. <laughs> Jason. Oh, okay. But um, anyway. Sorry, we couldn't give you much show. on that, but I mean, happy for her. I know. I don't know why. I, I feel the need to ask two men, one who does not watch football. I don't think either of you really watch that much football. But Paul really doesn't watch football. And I don't really listen to Taylor Swift. So there's not really any opinions to be had. I know my friends are excited, so I'm excited. I'm not excited. I'm kind of annoyed by it. And I like both of them. Oh, give us your take. I don't understand why this is news. Because I thought, like, didn't everybody know they were dating? It's been news for a while. Yeah, but like, why is it a thing now again? Because it's been news for weeks. And now there's like, like, I just Googled it. And it's like... The relationship is confirmed because they held hands. I just took it for granted that do they were dating. Do you live under a rock? <laughs> do you live under no, a rock? No, what do you mean? No, 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 no. I'm saying, I'm saying I thought it was already confirmed like three weeks ago. No, it was not confirmed. Oh my God. Wait, wait, wait. Maggie wait, has wait, been, Maggie has been, Maggie has been, Maggie has been, how did anybody not think that they were together? Like, it's fucking obvious. I, yeah, Matt, I will say for someone as Andrew wasn't really, when you're just get, getting fed pictures, like, they're together in that mindset because... Yes, but it's very important in the Taylor Swift saga of her life to understand that they're official and confirmed and she's out public with him. That's different. I agree. I stand it. She was in my dream last night, guys. It's just getting everywhere. <laughs> Kirk, like, thousands of people have been in your dreams, but... Um, <laughs> True. The Taylor Swift like dating saga, I have no new take to provide on it. But like that is a thing that like you need like proof, like the hand holding, the paparazzi photo, that is part of this. Interesting. Paparazzi. Yeah. I'm your biggest fan. Yeah. My opinion is it's it's a psyop. A hundred percent. They're trying to distract you from something in the media. Maybe Hamas. Okay, right. What is it, Andrew? It was Hamas. They were trying to distract us from Hamas. I know it. But I do I will say, like, yes, like celebrity dating. Like drama is fairly boring and mundane agreed, and predictable, agreed. but I do think that there is something like inherent with Taylor Swift and how she makes albums based on people that she dates or like 
reaction she has to being single or whatever. It is something more intrinsically Taylor Swift than I would say it is like for larger celebrities, maybe. Um, yeah. I feel like that's a big a big part of Taylor Swift and the lore is is who she fucking. OK, that's fair. That's fair. Or the folklore. Ew. That's the name of an album. <laughs> I just wonder, like, at this point in time, like, how do these guys think about this? Because, like, you know, she's dating you just for some lyrics. I don't know. She's got to find someone at some point. So maybe this is him. Regardless of anything. The Kelsey brothers are our competition. They have a podcast that is wildly successful. This is true. We're going to get on it. So that's really maybe where we should steer our focus. And <laughs> clearly none of you are doing reconnaissance on other podcasts we are competing with. I it's mean, like the number I think one they're podcast. famous because they're famous. They're competing with. <laughs> yeah. Listen, our little Tootin' Boot podcast ain't going to compete with them, okay? This is small town USA. Try that in a small town. Oh, my God. Yeah. Well, anyway, I just need to know everyone's opinions. That didn't, no one really answered my question except my Flop. We support it on this podcast. We support it and we support the, the Kelsey Brothers podcast and we will be on it next week. So um, Halloween is what we're talking about today, <laughs> which has nothing to do with anything we just spoke about. Well, kind of, you know. It kind of couples. Does. Well, yes, my mother. Costumes. Yes, speaking of, yeah. my mom texted my family group chat last night, going, "Hey, I think a great idea for Mac and Marin, who are siblings, my niece and nephew, they are siblings. They should go as Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey." And me and my sisters were like, "Mom, that's incest. <laughs> <laughs> what? Are you okay?" So, that's the hellscape of my family group chat. Let's get into the hellscape. All right, guys, so Halloween is coming up at the end of October, like it does every year. And um, <laughs> and I want to know, do you guys have any thoughts on what you're going to be? I do, actually. And I'm really what are you excited gonna be? for mine. So I don't know if I want to get into it now or if I want to save it for later in the episode, just because okay, okay. it could be potentially problematic. And I'm really curious as to your perspectives on it. It's not problematic in like the typical sense of like the Justin Trudeau or anything that would be like um, racist. It may fall into the like insensitive camp. So I'm most excited for my Halloween costume this year, like more excited than I've been in a very long time. And I feel like I've kind of eaten Halloween the fuck up. Like I was David Rose one year for Halloween and had a Schitt's Creek party. I bought his original lightning bolt sweater for an ungodly amount of money. That certainly made paying my rent very challenging uh, that month. <laughs> I went with friends dressed as the Lonely Island in the like turtleneck and chains. Oh my God. Um, that's so straight. It, yeah. I'm sorry. That's straight. Oh. Dick in a box. Isn't that Lonely Island? Or no, that's that's. No, it, it is. is. Yeah, yeah it, it is. It is. Is that Lonely? Yeah. Yeah. Dick in Paul's mouth. Oh, okay. but, uh, but I have, I don't know. I like take a lot of pride in my Halloween costume. So I'm really excited for this. I love year. that. I'm excited for you to offend people. Yeah. The people that I offend, I literally don't care about. You really are a right winger these days. <laughs> Andrew. Um, Everyone's too woke. What are you? Dre- Everyone's too woke. What are you going to be? And slash, like, what are some of your favorite Halloween costumes of your own in the past? I actually do not know what I'm going to be. And you know, you'd say that. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's not my job. I, I leave it up to Cassie. And Cassie loves creating costumes. 
That's and and she always that. puts in a crazy amount of effort at the last minute. So I leave it up to her because she she loves doing it. And I'm usually really busy at work this time of year. So I don't really have a ton of time to think about it. But some of my favorites were last year. She and I were Link and Zelda. Slam. And probably the best one we did. We were the kid and the bird from Up. So I was Russell and she was Kevin. Oh, I have to see photos of that, please. Russell's the kid. Russell's yeah, the okay. Kid, yes. Sorry. I just had to pick. I was like, what? I was like, who was the balloon? Yeah. Wait, that's actually <laughs> such a fantastic Who was idea. the balloon? Yes, I can, yes. I can dig it up. I can dig it up. Yeah. Hundo P, Hundo P. This year, I actually don't really know what I'm doing yet. I know what I'm doing. I don't know what I'm being, but I had an idea as we were just talking, which maybe I'll get into in a bit. But um, last year, I didn't get, I just realized I didn't get to go out for Halloween because I had a fucking wedding. So I like really have to do something this year. I had a wedding last year too. I was a fucking bridesman for Halloween last year. Um, but the year before that, I was iconically Christy Carlson Romano's YouTube channel. I tell people about that all the time. It was, it was good. <laughs> all the time. And she reposted Iconic Queen. Love her slay. Oh, that's another podcast. She's like 37 podcasts, that woman, our, comp- our competition. And they there. all slap. I only like see them. <laughs> no, I only watch them on wait. TikTok. But. Same. I, I know I watched the new one with, with Annalise Vanderpool. Yes. It's so good. I think it's it was so the good. first time we all went out to Ohio that we just got sucked into this rabbit hole the one afternoon <laughs> where we were just playing YouTube video after YouTube video of her just slowly walking around in nature rambling for 10 straight minutes about whatever insane topic and like walking backwards too no, the, it was brilliant the, cam- no, the cameraman was walking backwards yeah it was her husband oh she's married it was literally it was this if anyone needs to remember Hold on. i'm having having a time having a good time having an interesting time making this video content recently so here's why i don't talk to shia labeouf anymore so here's how alcohol almost ruined my life so this is how psychics conned me out of 60 gr- i'm having have- <laughs> and then this is so this is how i went to the moon in 1969 not 1968 but a year later i went to the moon in 1969 <laughs> they said it was neil armstrong but it was me christy carlson romano in a crater Okay, she's like on it. Everyone go subscribe to her podcast, not ours. Do you think she she knows that people are absolutely clowning on her or <laughs> she reposted she reposted <laughs> costume and she was like, This is beautiful. And I was like, Girl. When you when you when you are a like a Disney Channel star and it's hard. I think it's and hard. And then like you just not necessarily fall from grace, but fall from like relevancy, like you'll take the meme status, I think. I think you'll But she's now starting this little career of like she has this pod like production company that has like, like 15 different podcasts for like the various different Christy Carlson Romanos. Like the those brothers from Philly, the Lawrence brothers have it have a oh, podcast. They do. The Boy Meets World people have podcasts and they're all like killing it. So Allison Stoner slaying. Allison slaying. Stoner, love her. Yeah. Annalise Vanderpool is iconic. Her voice is so yeah, good. her voice is so good. I think that same year I was an alien, but I was an alien <laughs> and my my I mean, me and Paul's friend Sarah did my makeup, but it was incredible. But um I was like, I think I had a sign that said Demi Lovato, keep my name in your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> that's what she was obsessed with, aliens. So needless to say, I need to figure out something this year. But I, I want to either one go down a route of like something really slay, like incredible makeup mm. or something funny. So I got to figure that I'm out. I'm usually but. like with someone who's in incredible makeup. Like my ex and I did Drew Barrymore and Ghostface. Like that was fun, but I was oh Ghostface. God. Like, um, and then when I was, uh, David Rose, my ex was Moira. Um, and this mm-hmm. year, um, 
the person that I'm currently talking to. <laughs> That's how. Sorry, I almost made a joke. <laughs> uh, so you were going to be that bitch and he was in your ex's cast for the front oh, of the God. <laughs> Um, Wendy, uh, the person that I'm currently talking to is being Lana Del Rey working at a Waffle House. No, yeah, Wait, I love that. Full for drag, him. full drag. Wait, good for him. I know. Happy for him. Happy for me, actually. Are you being a waffle? <laughs> <laughs> no, but your ass is a pancake. <laughs> I love how I love how you set yourself up for your own joke. <laughs> But no, I think let's just get into it. Kirk, like tee us up for the potentially problematic conversation because I want to get you your opinion on everything. Justin Trudeau, Julianne Huff, and the Countess Luanne de Lesseps. What do these celebrities have in common? If you guessed blackface, you'd be correct. As a white gay, I'm all about stealing things from the black community. We have to. We have to let people know. Erica wrote this, and she said we have to read it verbatim. In a moment of of devastating grief, these were Erica's episodes. We'll give it to her. We'll give it to her. But even I know that black slash brown face is too far. Although it's less of a problem now than it was before. Her words, not mine. (laughs) Every year, someone makes the critical mistake of quite literally wearing their racism on their sleeves. We're looking at you, her Charles. <laughs> Who's that? Who's her Charles? I, I think Can she means know? Chuck. Charles? Does she mean Charles? No. Was he dressed up in blackface? Air? Do you think she means like air? She's H-E-R. Well, hair, hair is German for like sir. Oh. Air, <laughs> air Charles, sniper elite wiki fandom. The first lieutenant, Hair <laughs> Charles, is German officer. Yes, Andrew definitely, she, Andrew's right. Anyway, sorry, Chuck. <laughs> What do you guys think will be the most popular problematic costumes of the year? I would like to first point out that Kirk and I went to the same grade school and I did not need hooked on phonics like he apparently does uh, reading that statement. Um, and then I would like to uh, go to my first answer, which is I think potentially problematic. And this is like light, light, light problematic is someone doing like Ariana Grande and SpongeBob. <laughs> Oh, that's fun. I think it's fun. And Andrew does not get that. I don't think. Does he get Okay, that? so for those who are unaware... Um, we live under a rock, Patrick. Are- <laughs> this is topical, though, because Ariana Grande's entire life is blackface. Uh, you know, this is where we do need Erica. <laughs> He's not wrong. She's also in New Hope right now. Why? Anyway, oh. uh, so Ariana Grande got divorced. Who knew she would ma- who she was married? No idea. Um, so she separated from her partner, and then this um other guy who played SpongeBob on Broadway. Kirk, what is his name? Who cares? And why was there a SpongeBob on Broadway? That is the biggest issue I have with this whole scenario. Hundred percent. Um, so essentially, they met, I believe, while filming The Wizard of Oz or The Wicked. Wicked. They, they met while while filming Wicked because. Ariana Grande is playing Glinda in Wicked yes. and he's playing, I don't know, SpongeBob in Wicked. So, <laughs> so, so they met, they started what we would presume to be like a secret love affair. And then she left her partner and then he left his wife, but like not officially the story just kind of broke. I don't know, like two ish months ago where like him and Ariana Grande were like out, like holding hands together. And he was like not legally divorced. And then his 
wife, uh, Lily J, like kind of went on a tirade, rightfully so. So the reason that I say that this couple costume could be somewhat problematic is just because I don't want people to tag Lily J like in all these photos of SpongeBob, like leave this poor woman alone. And as a divorcee, I feel that I need to stand up for other divorcees. So is that your new soapbox? (laughs) A divorcee writes, um, she doesn't need any more of this bullshit. So I don't think it's problematic. I just think that people should be sensitive to it. So I'm starting light. And then I think, go. yes, I agree. Because she also had a baby or she was pregnant. It was really fucked up. But Ariana did warn us with her songs, break up with your Spongebob, I'm bored. <laughs> I think because we're a little far out and people might think it's not problematic anymore, is like COVID. Like someone might be COVID-19, <laughs> like as a throwback. <laughs> They're like, oh, we're out of the woods, but like, no girl. If I had to guess, the, on the most extreme end, there's probably going to be a number of frat boys who go as beheaded Israeli babies. <sighs> oh my God. We just really went from COVID to that. <laughs> real we really did as as, as a society (laughs) well (laughs) i hope not directing back to people dressing as covid i have to imagine that we are going to see a bunch like i can already see the retweets and i can already see like the tiktok stitches about people being like the pandemic isn't over just because you're over it and um you know covid's not going away and this is disability Mm -hmm. rights issue so like those are the types of things that you know like Sure, it might be funny to go as like this little circle with dots coming out of it. Like you're a virus, you're COVID, haha. But like, just be sensitive to the fact that like some other people still have not been able to like feel safe leaving their home. Uh, I do believe that we should be able to like mock certain things about COVID, like a drag queen that I know who was actually on this podcast, uh, the old version of this podcast, um, went as a COVID uh, vaccination card and like performed as a COVID vaccination card. And it was like hilarious and campy and fun. And I think that there's a way to do it. That's not like disrespectful to other people, but you're right. People are absolutely going to dress up as like COVID and Dr. Fauci. And like, if you feel the need to go as a virus, like if you really need to go as a virus, just go as monkey pops. Yeah. The gays can handle it. I want to be a tube of ivermectin. <laughs> Jesus Christ. So back to the um, beheaded babies. Yeah, Andrew, was... like, care to explain? <laughs> I don't know what there is to explain. But for people who, who don't know, who may also be living under a rock like me, um, Israel and Palestine are basically on the brink of all out war right now. And by the time that this episode is released there, it who could knows? Be a who knows? War. Yeah. So one of the reports that, yes. came, that came out that Hamas fighters had bombed or attacked a hospital or some kind of clinic. And there was apparently 40 Israeli babies that were in this clinic that were all killed and burned. And then the claim was that the Hamas fighters then beheaded the corpses or beheaded the babies themselves. And it's been like walked back like the IDF Twitter page posted about it and then they deleted the tweet and then Biden said something the story changed and then the White House yeah the, the story changed from beheading and then to to no beheading but the baby still died and um Anthony Blinken and Joe Biden all claimed they saw photo evidence some of the photo evidence that was posted on Twitter is apparently AI generated so it's a whole mess but I just think every year there's some kind of big disaster, you know, a global disaster or a huge news story like that. And, and frat bros cannot help themselves, but dress up as that human tragedy. Honestly, 
good on you for going there because I do think that that is probably going to be the case. It is so fucking hard to imagine. I fucking hope not. I can obviously see like two like people throwing like an a Gaza party, you know, like on some fucking frat campus where yep. some people are Palestinians and some people are Israeli. You can fucking see that. Let's happening. get I'm bombed. Sure that already happened. But, oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> well, was, um, honestly, back to Halloween. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> back to Halloween. <laughs> Maybe people will dress up as Jeffrey Dahmer. I don't know. I also think one that's going to be potentially problematic for a variety of reasons is people dressing up as Lizzo this year and Lizzo's backup oh. dancers. Oh, uh, yeah. Specifically, Wait, that's fine. I did. No, that's fun. I'm sorry. I, I support Okay. That. Well, I'm going to take it a little bit of a deeper direction uh, and darker direction. There was a comment that I saw on Reddit that became very popular uh, about people dressing up like a couple's costume of Lizzo and a banana because in the filing, against Lizzo, the dancers said that the pop star began inviting the dancers to take turns touching the performers while nude and eating bananas protruding from their vaginas. So you have a bunch of fucking idiots that have been reading this lawsuit like over however long and digesting all of this like content and just taking it all as a joke because like, oh, isn't it funny? Like Lizzo, the queen of positivity is now getting canceled. Like all that stuff. I can just potentially see it now that it's even been put out there as an idea on reddit that people would take that and turn that into a costume as well yeah i think i'm back on team lizzo after all that not that anyone asked oh what am i missing a big part of the story i don't know i don't know i feel like it was i don't know i don't know that's my Do you think it was a psyop thank you for backing it up <laughs> i don't know maybe people be, i just tell people don't do like blackface to be lizzo or like don't get fucking fat suits like that's where it's gonna get problematic i feel yeah yeah i found an article from Halloween last year put out by the independent 10 problematic Halloween costumes you shouldn't wear this year. I don't think this is in any particular order, but the first one they have on the list is Jeffrey Dahmer, which I think is just funny. Oh, uh, I mean, that, that Netflix documentary came out last year. I mean, those people are dead. They died. They're, yeah. they're not offended that he ate them. No, but they're fan. Oh, families are still alive. Oh, okay. Uh, That's yeah. the whole thing. But fuck it. <laughs> the Will Smith, Chris Rock Oscars slap. I think that was pretty funny. I'm going to be Jada Pickett Smith. Oh my God, I'm going to be Jada Pickett Smith. <laughs> this is going to touch multiple areas of, of what not to do with a costume, Kirk. <laughs> I'm going to be a black woman with no hair. <laughs> I'm sorry, but that bitch just shut the fuck up. Has anyone been listening? Everywhere I turn No, I do not care. I do not care. I keep shit. seeing it pop up and I, I won't even look. <laughs> I muted her and she's still saying shit. I don't understand what's going on either. She says that they've been separated since 2016. Like, I have no idea what's going on. If, like, you were separated, why would you be sitting next to that person at an awards show? Like, why is this not public? And you also have this, like, red table talk where you're supposed to be so true and so authentic, yet, like, nobody knew that you guys were separated and nobody knew that you guys were in, like, an open relationship and nobody, like, what is all of this stuff? It's so, you know what? Go dress as them, please. Like, go dress as the Smiths. Yeah, I I put it more on her, though, because it's always on the woman. All right, what is next, Andrew? (laughs) Uh, Queen Elizabeth II, they say too soon, but fuck that. That and fuck the monarchy. I think you can no, do that now. Yeah. And people have been doing that anyway. Yeah, 100%. Always. They've always been doing it. It's not really that offensive. If it's if you could be a dead Queen Elizabeth, <laughs> that's fine. Go as Elizabeth and Diana. Oh, go as Elizabeth hitting Diana with a car. <laughs> I'll be the car. I'm gonna be I'm gonna be Queen Elizabeth. <laughs> oh. Maybe, maybe don't do that. Okay. <laughs> next up is 
Johnny Depp and Amber Heard. Ooh. Yeah. Well, this yeah. list is from last year. I couldn't find a newly updated list because I guess oh, we're, right. we're not quite at Halloween time yet, but as we record mm-hmm. this. Well, more topically, though, and also lawsuit related, Gwyneth Paltrow and the man that she hit with her skis or whatever that was. Oh, that's funny. Right? That's not problematic, but that's funny. Or like what, be her on skis. <laughs> like just walk around she her just, you know, like that's light funny. some sage and, and fix it? <laughs> just put the skis in her vagina or something. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that what her thing? I the don't jade, know. Though, yeah, that was the big, the first like big controversy is the jade egg. Do you know what I am over? Because it's everyone's going to be it. And I'm hating. It's not controversial at all. It's just stupid. It's people are going to be Barbie and I'm over it. Like, don't be Barbie. That's so, so unoriginal. But people are unoriginal. <laughs> I know, I know, I know. But don't do it. Yeah. Okay, well, this is my hopefully more original idea. Is this yes. yours? Yeah. All okay, right, ready, and I need, I need feedback. Okay, so what if, not what if, because the materials are right to my left. I'm going to go as the Titan sub that imploded at the bottom. <laughs> of the <laughs> that, is, that is offensive in the best possible way. Okay, is it? No, no, people will see that as offensive. Oh my God, people are 100% going to say it's offensive. But you know what? The only good billionaire is a dead billionaire. That's what I'm saying. How are you doing it? The people that I'm offending are, so I have this box and like, like it's like just a, a storage box and I'm covering that and like with like white tape and so it like is white. Um, and then I have this little. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have a controller? Please tell me you have a controller. No. So I have uh, like an, I'm going to cut a hole in the box and then I'm going to put this little bubble window <laughs> <laughs> on your dick, on so, your crotch, like right in my stomach. And like I was thinking of like maybe like having a sign that says like eat the rich like and it's all going to be like lit from the inside. So I have like strip lights because, you know, how it had like that, like teal glow mm-hmm. in all the mm-hmm. photos. But yeah. So you guys don't think it's offensive, though? Um, I don't. It'll be offensive to some people, but I don't think those people's opinion matter. People, it's going to be offensive to people that say you shouldn't be anything that disrespect the dead. But we're literally okay. Halloween is disrespecting the dead. It's the whole fucking thing, isn't it? It's all about skeletons and shit. Well, I think it's like a variety. It depends on who you are. Yeah. yeah. Well, I think honestly, I think you're paying homage is what you're doing. Yeah. Well, I was also <laughs> going to wear like a ski mask and like a snorkel. What, what do you think I should wear? Should I wear like a wetsuit and like a like a goggles or should I wear like or should I wear like a suit and be the billionaire that got imploded? Like, I, I can't oh, decide which one. <laughs> I don't know. We got to workshop it. But I'm happy that you're doing that. I'm happy that you will be more offensive than me, probably, which is a good thing for me. Yeah, I'm excited. I feel like it's hopefully original. Like, I hope that I don't see a bunch of like divers. I and hope stuff you like walk that. into this like, party and everyone's like fucking suffering. <laughs> <laughs> I was also thinking of getting a little scope on my head as well. So like either be the diver or like be the actual submarine. I don't really know. Cool. Well, leave in the comments what you're going to be for Halloween. <laughs> what are you going to be, Kurt? I don't know. And I got to figure it out. I kind of like this idea. What did you say of, I kind of like Gwyneth Paltrow. Gwyneth Paltrow know, and the skier? It's kind of funny. I think it's kind of funny. It's just, you have to explain what Gwyneth Paltrow, like I have to explain that I'm Gwyneth Paltrow. That's going to be the issue. A long blonde wig. Yeah. <laughs> and a shirt that says goop. Oh, that's true. That's true. I was Christy Carlson Romano. Like, am I okay? Like, I think it could be Gwyneth Paltrow. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta continue the theme. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe that's a good one. I also was thinking going super niche to like Bravo and doing like, um, doing like Kyle, Kyle Richards as her new lesbian alter ego. You have to get someone to play <laughs> the whoever the lesbian is. Who is, who's the I girlfriend? I forget, what her I forget her name. Or I was thinking of being Jason Aldean, like a small town. <laughs> Just like little small miniature towns around me. Oh my God. Maggie, hello. What are you being? You're here. 
I don't know. I despise Halloween. Okay, go back on me. What? We'll talk about that at the end. We'll come back to that. Erica is going to be furious. To quote Beyonce, everybody on mute. Just Maggie, please. Thank you. <laughs> I'm actually going to be oh, the mute man. challenge for Halloween. I'm just going to scream That's the entire time. That's actually kind of funny. If someone asks me, like, what's going on, I'm just going to be like, ah! <laughs> Stupid. Back in my day, we carved turnips and we danced around a sacred fire in hopes of a better harvest. <laughs> Nowadays, you can't even take your children out without fear of a baby-eating leftist giving your children marijuana-laced candy or LSD that makes them gay. I miss the good old days when the worst thing that could happen to your child is that they swallow a couple of razor blades that were hidden in an apple or have an axe murderer hiding in your closet. Kirk and Paul, I have to assume both of you were the unfortunate victim of candy laced with homosexuality inducing drugs. Which Halloween alternative facts do you remember being the biggest deal in your neighborhood growing up? Period. <laughs> so the question is... What what are some crazy like alternative like bullshit things that people told you growing up in Halloween? Yeah, what do you remember from your childhood? I I can tell you straight off the bat. I remember hearing the razor blade oh, story a lot as as kids, and yeah, people pushing razor blades into Snicker bars or in apples. Nobody ever gave me a fucking apple, and I think I would have probably thrown it at them if somebody did. I did get the apples. Like that did happen to me with, with razor the razor blade too. <laughs> Oh, what? No, but people would give me like apples and oranges and like dried fat. fruit and stuff like that. <laughs> what neighborhood were you Kirk's in? Kirk's neighborhood. We used to trick or treat together sometimes. Yeah, I was actually trying to think of that before this episode. I cannot remember like us going together that often, but I feel like we- I remember one time we were a little older. We were probably like in eighth. I think we were in high school, like freshman year of high school. We might have been in high at, school. Um, yeah. The Johnston's neighborhood. Yes, I do kind of. I think that was the last year I ever went trick or treating. And I and I left early because I was like Desperate Housewives on tonight. I have to go watch it. Someone who watched Desperate Housewives. Oh my god! Yeah, and you know what I probably said after you left? That kid's a get that get the fag off the TV. I'm not watching. <laughs> The rules that we always had as kids, like you never ate someone's homemade candy. Like it had to be individual candy wrap, like like wrapped package. Oh yeah, like yeah, produced yeah. by Nabisco. Like there was no way that my parents, probably maybe not even my parents, but like Kirk said, like we would go to our friends, like the Johnstons. They were triplets. Like they had a solid neighborhood, like of like a rich side and like a like <laughs> upper middle class side. <laughs> just, and a poor like, side. <laughs> No, no, they had like, they they had like the nice new homes and you knew the nice, like the the nicer, newer homes gave you like king size candy. So like you could do that and like the bigger reserve area and then you could do like the small suburban, like quick hops. And so I feel like, I don't know if it was like their mom, but I feel like like we would all collectively like get rid of like the homemade candy. You never ate the fruit. I always got fruit. I don't know why I always, at least an apple every single year. And I feel like, it seems so bizarre to like, and it like you don't. It's probably like a nice lady that lives down the street who's like making homemade chocolate. Who the fuck? First like off, who's making just, homemade candy for Halloween? I don't. I don't think I ever came across that. Did I? Really? I don't. Well, people who like individually wrap their candy and stuff um, like that, or I mean, maybe what? they just took it out of the packaging and put it in their own. No, people like used to make their well, own were, like, like labels. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Like sleeves for their own candy of like this house, this Halloween, as if you saved it. Oh yeah. But I don't know. I always felt like it wasn't as safe to eat those candies versus others. There's actually a Wikipedia page 
dedicated to poisoned candy myths. Yes, I was on that earlier. Yeah, and and this is another one that I heard. Not only razor blades, but but intentional poisoning of candy. But all of these things have been like thoroughly debunked. There's no recorded incidents of children being poisoned by Halloween candy or finding razors or getting their mouth cut or anything else. Oh, I was like the only one that I saw was in 1959. A California dentist named William Shine gave candy coated laxative pills to trick or treaters, oh, which honestly iconic. But for the 60s, people were probably freaking the fuck out. That's kind of a good prank. Yeah, it is kind of a good prank. But like <laughs> also like the local dentist, like what a way to ruin your business. But he was charged with outrage of public decency and unlawful dispensing of drugs. I went to the biggest Halloween candy <laughs> myths or whatever, and this popped up. Like if it, before I share with you, if your child gets this <laughs> and eats it, that's on your fucking child. Like, look at this photo. <laughs> <laughs> so for the listeners, it is a stock photo of an apple that has toothpicks embedded into it at regular intervals. So it's just this spike ball of toothpicks. There's like 30 toothpicks sticking out of this thing and they're all sticking out like more than half an inch. How could someone have given it to your child? How would it have made its way into the basket? Look at this one. Look at this one. What is that? Needles inside of a Snickers? <laughs> that uh, is right. so uh, ridiculous. But that never happened. And then, you know, I don't think it... No. It, it's crazy. It's also crazy that it has never happened. Well, I, I actually don't think it is that crazy no? because it's just like, like it would be a terrible crime. I, I feel like you would be very easily found out very quickly. True. You know? Is all these kids and parents are walking around, a kid bites into something, gets hurt, like, they're going to know what house it came from. You're right. Especially now, I don't feel that it was as common as when we were kids, but I do feel that parents are largely with their children for, like, the entirety of the evening. I don't know if it's just because my siblings have younger kids or it's because, like, my as my neighborhood was turning over, like, they were young parents or first-time parents, but... I don't know, Kirk, I feel like we were often alone, maybe like a parent at the end of the street, but we were in like big ass neighborhoods. Like sometimes we would like hop in cars and go to other neighborhoods and like collect even more. Sometimes I would just go to Wawa and buy candy and then go to home (laughs) because I was rich. No. um, Yeah. We would have like pillowcases and you would like, but remember that? Yes. So that's on my list. Did you guys, Maggie included, did you guys all use pillowcases to collect candy when you were kids? Sometimes we did have little buckets mm-hmm. that were like these these pumpkin shaped buckets that we carried around. But uh, I think as we got a little bit older, those were too small. Mm-hmm. So we did start using bags or pillowcases. That's what I was thinking. I feel like the kids like use the pumpkin buckets. But like when you got older, you wanted the full ass pillowcase. Now they sell pillowcases that you can buy that are like decorated as well they probably had that when we were kids don't kids just get like nfts now though when you go to the door <laughs> i gave out bitcoin in my neighborhood i don't know what <laughs> i quite literally don't even know what that would mean <laughs> to do that like you just... can't even give away nfts now this is the definition of started from the bottom now we're here <laughs> kirk giving out nfts sorry my kids get nfts when they come to my door and other kids get stds <laughs> Well, it is a documented fact that if you give a white man a microphone, he is going to start a podcast about crypto. And here we are. It only took like 90 episodes. I don't know. Yeah, we didn't have a lot of myths in that way. I I do feel that like 
mischief night yeah. though was a pretty big thing in the Philadelphia area in New Jersey like in Delaware in Massachusetts like the east coast was pretty big on mischief night I feel I think I thought that that was going to be a bigger deal like when I was a child like I think I thought that like my family's house was going to get wrecked like every <laughs> single year and like car windows would be smashed like I don't know. No, girl, I, that's just, just the looting like, leftist mob. Okay. I knew you were going to say some <laughs> shit like that. Um, so I was looking into Mischief Night because I was like, when did I first start hearing about it? It turns out that there was a Rocket Power episode. Uh, if you guys remember Rocket Power. We are riders on a mission. Action kids in fun condition. Prepare to count up Rocket Power was the show that started in 1999 and they were kids that surfed and skateboarded and they played hockey. Yes. And what I went on to Paramount Plus today because apparently Rocket Power full length episodes (laughs) of Rocket Power are available on Paramount Plus. You watched an episode of Rocket Power today? Well, only half, because if you remember the episodes, they had two oh, yes. episodes I missed yeah, that. in the 30 or the 20 minutes. They were 10 minute episodes each. So the kid with the annoying voice who like always wore a face mask encouraged them, encourages all of them to participate in Mischief Night. Reggie, the sister, Queen, declines Queen. and says that I don't want to rat you guys out, but I'm not playing along with this. They all go out and start TPing houses and cars, but they get scared of like the dark. They get scared by a neighbor's alarm system. And then there's like this miniature little dog that freaks them out. Um, and then uh, Reggie is back at home with the dad uh, watching TV and Officer Shirley, uh, who is a black female police officer <laughs> in was, California, which I just thought going? was very interesting for 1999. She's standing in front of a prison on the news with a bunch of people behind bars and they're all dressed in <laughs> Halloween costumes. <laughs> and, and the officer says, if any of you cause mischief tonight, you're getting thrown in jail. <laughs> like straight <laughs> up hard line. And so... Reggie goes out to save them because she doesn't want them to get get thrown in jail. But then uh, she ends up getting arrested for violating the mischief night curfew. But then the officer, Shirley, (laughs) brings Reggie back home and the dad starts flirting with the cop. So she just lets him off entirely. And the boys then confess, obviously, it was all their fault. And like, blah, 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 blah. There's like a happy ending. But I was just like, what was this teaching us as kids that like, One, we were getting scared of prison. We were going to get thrown in jail if we did something like teepee to house or egg to house or something like that. And then also it taught us that our dads could just like flirt with the police and then we'd be fine. I don't know. I just, well, maybe, but uh, it just was like so interesting, I feel like. And I think I thought that like from a very early age that Mischief Night was going to be a much bigger deal and that like... I remember I would like get out of the car on mischief night and I would like sprint into my house because I was scared that like someone was going to pop up from behind the bushes and attack me. I loved mischief night. Me and my friends used to do it all the time. Um, once <laughs> once I got like a do. little bit older, they're like 29. <laughs> <laughs> no, we did it. We would do it as like teenagers, but we didn't do anything crazy. We would just like smash our friends' pumpkins and shit in front of their house. And <laughs> one year we drove around like different neighborhoods and people we knew we put bologna and bologna and cottage cheese all over their cars. <laughs> And we didn't realize I would fuck up their paint. So somebody like yeah. that next week was like, who put bologna and cottage cheese on my car on like a Facebook status? And we we're like, oh my God, that was us. Was it like, did the cottage cheese like, was it acidic? I don't know. It's, yeah, I don't know. We could look it up. But cottage cheese fucks your, it's like that Carrie Underwood song, you know, put cottage cheese on your, on your ex's car. I don't think, are those the No, it's put a, 
Oh, I literally was like, I'm yeah, saying that's on karaoke. It's, it's the alternate version of before he cheats. Before he cheese. Um, before he cheats. Before he cheats. <laughs> I don't know, Andrew. Did you do mischief night? Or was like you guys would have gotten fucking murked by your yeah. no 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 yeah we definitely did not participate in mischief night but i definitely remember hearing stories about like older kids doing bad things on mischief night and i think i felt the same way as you paul when i was really young that i was afraid like some older kid was gonna pop out and like do something to me <laughs> until i was like five or six we lived in one of those neighborhoods that's just a big oval with all the houses around it so there was a lot of kids our age and older um, we were still homeschooled at that point. There would be a couple houses that got like TP'd, but it would be like, you know, the baseball coach's house or something. Obviously, it wouldn't happen to us because we weren't even part of school. But like I was under this impression that like miscreant youths are just running amok because, of course, that's what my very conservative parents led us to believe. Mm-hmm. But we only celebrated, not really celebrated, I, I would say, but participated in Halloween when we lived in that neighborhood because it was a fairly small neighborhood neighborhood but there was a lot of houses and a lot of people so it was very easy to trick or treat when we moved out to where we were literally next to a farm <laughs> there was no sidewalks and the houses were much farther apart and there was just fewer kids but at that point my parents had become convicted that uh, halloween was a a pagan holiday and you know was damaging to our little psyches because of the demonic imagery and, you know, literally believing that, that that was somehow having some kind of effect on us. My mom spearheaded this like fall festival at church, which was like an alternative to Halloween hmm. where we still dressed up, but we all dressed up as Bible characters. Uh, okay. What? <laughs> and, you know, someone would bring their tractor and trailer and do hay rides and that kind of stuff. They still do it to this day. But yeah, alternative Christian Halloween is a thing. Interesting, because Kirk and I had a fall festival at our school, but like they still had a little haunted house or like not a haunted house, but like they would turn our stage into like a haunted house. And yeah, you're like, right. That is kind of crazy to think about now, like under the lens of what I'm just saying, like for, for a Catholic school to do, I guess, in theory, if you think about it, they still do it. Yeah, we did not really. I don't think I don't think there was any religious element to our, even at our Catholic school. I don't really think that Catholics have too much of an issue with it. Mm. There are a lot more. It depends um, on day of the week. <laughs> but uh, yeah, my my very evangelical Presbyterian Christian church uh, definitely believed that demons and demonic presences are real. And even though you're just pretending, you could still draw in a demon to you. And yeah, I think they literally believe that. But it was fine if you dressed up as a godlike character because then you were drawing God yes. in. Like, wow. Yes. It's okay if you put an altar boy up on Nermit. Oh. Maybe I'll be that for Halloween. An altar boy? Uh, oh, a priest, and then put like an altar boy on my. A less me father, for I have sinned. <laughs> Paul's struggling. I am. Yeah, we're still dressing up as stuff. And uh, honestly, like 90% of kids dress up as something that's not demonic. They're dressing up as superheroes or characters. Yeah, what, or- what was your favorite childhood costume you guys remember of yourselves? Do you remember? My mom hand painted uh, oh like a skeleton on like just like a black crew neck sweatshirt and black sweatpants. She did like front and back with it, too. And she did it freehand. And I would say my mom is like creative and artistic, but not necessarily like artistic and like can paint or anything like that. Um, and she made those for my dad and my brothers and me. And we all went out as skeletons for many years because we could just grow right into the Halloween costume. Uh, so once you outgrew yours, you could wear your brothers and then you could wear your dad's. Um, so 
I don't know that that would, I would say that that was my favorite Halloween costume, but it was certainly one of the most memorable ones because I was that way for so many years. Um, and it just, I, I would say it has like a good memory with my mom. Cause now you can buy those things on Amazon, but she, she handmade them all. It's cute. Did yours have a little scoliosis? <laughs> no, but it had a really big pelvic region to hold up my massive fucking. All right, Andrew, what was your favorite? If you recall. Oh yeah. You're going to make all kinds of fun of me for this. The one year for the Christian Harvest Festival, my mom made my brother and I these costumes out of cardboard and fabric. My brother and I were the Leviathan and Behemoth from the Job story. <laughs> I thought Leviathan was some sort of prescription drug. I never heard this. <laughs> no, that's Lipitor. I'm going to have to what? dig up a photo. The Leviathan and the Behemoth are kind of mythical creatures that are mentioned a couple of times in different books of the Bible and also in Judaism. And there's different interpretations of what these are. If they're like sea serpents, but they're basically some kind of large monsters. Slay. That is a slay. Did you have all those teeth? It was all out of cardboard. So they were very boxy, Mm -hmm. but it kind of was like these sort of like stylized dragon looking costumes. Isn't the Leviathan also a bag? It is. A bag? Yeah, in Veep, they call it the Leviathan. It's a nice bag, Gary. Yeah, he calls that the Leviathan. You got the nuclear codes in there, buddy? Try me. Do they still do it? We should go. <laughs> they do still do it. I don't know if the kids dress up anymore. They only do it once a year on January 6th in Washington, oh. D.C. <laughs> and last year, Andrew was um, a Viking. So, <laughs> remember the guy, the Viking guy? Oh. Yeah, I would suck his cock. Nope. Uh, nope. Yeah, I would. Nope. I would. No. Okay, but I would. We do not give white supremacists fellatio. <laughs> We've been asking Paul to come back on the podcast for so many weeks, and this is how Kirk behaves, and he's never coming back. Mm, fired again. The plight. My favorite was when I was Al Gore. Slay. Honestly. <laughs> Slay. The, the most misshaven. Like, whose idea was Mine. that? How old were I you? I was eight. It was the year of the election, and I was obsessed with well, Al Gore. Why did you want to be Al Gore? <laughs> like, absolutely. We will post this picture for sure. And I wore my first Holy Communion suit. And then I got a mask and it was, you know, they, I said, they still do like the two, the people that are, you know, running for president and you put the mask on. And then I was like, I really don't think people are going to know who I am. So mom, we have to go find a Goran Lieberman um, sign. So my mom drove down the highway and I jumped out of a moving vehicle to get it and got back <laughs> in. And then really did my, did it. But everyone thought I was JFK. All of the fucking like moms in the Conchahawken suburbs like, oh, JFK. Did you wear it to school, Kirk? No way. I don't think I would be allowed to at a Catholic school. Oh, okay. I don't, yeah, I don't really know that. I don't know I if like wore they wore costumes like a tag to school. Day. I think that was my like after hours yeah. costume. Yeah, I think we got to wear like, we could wear like Halloween themed attire if we paid $5 like for tag day or $1, whatever it was. Yeah. Catholic school uniforms. You had to pay your own way. Maggie, it's Maggie so just was like, up. what? Yeah. yeah. Maggie's if you wanted to dress down, you had to pay. Yeah. If you wanted to and wear comfortable clothing on a Friday, they would make you pay $5 and tell you it was going to like cancer research, but it was really going to, well, not the teachers um, or the water fountains. Cause they have the same ones they had from 1998 when I was there recently. It was probably going to the Monsignor's liquor fund. Yeah, probably. And they're still doing it because my sister texted me like two weeks ago that my niece just had to pay a dollar for a tag day. But I swear that ours were five dollars. Yeah, they were. I swear. 
Yeah, they have to be. Oh, wow. Inflation is going down. That's good to hear. Also, <laughs> one year when I was like a preteen, remember those I, the I, original iPod commercials where it was just like silhouette dancing, like shadows with like neon. Oh, yeah. So me and my oh, two yeah. friends got huge neon cardboard cutouts and we like put up put behind us. And we were like this, like dancing. Um, but the issue was my two friends were black and I'm not. So they painted me black. <laughs> uh, so... We walked around the neighborhood in blackface, essentially. So I did but as a, a dancing shadow with the neon background. And that photo is better not fucking exist anywhere because I never want to see it. <laughs> I want to see it. I fully remember like bullying you for most of my life. But <laughs> I do remember you being in that costume and being like, that's kind of a sleigh. <laughs> like, that was a great It idea. is kind of a sleigh, but like... And, 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 you know, back then before the woke left mob, we're saying blackface was a thing. It was okay, but now it would not be okay. Anyway... Erica left us with a game that I'm going to host. So we're going to come back and do that game. Thank God, because I didn't know how we were ending this. I was like, guys, like we're just talking here. We're just literally talking. We're wildly off script. Welcome to this week's episode of Whose Headline Is It Anyway? We're digging into the parts of the internet celebrities wish we'd forgotten and trying to match the headline to its shameful owner. So basically what these are going to be is headlines around Halloween costumes that celebrities have worn. You guys have to guess who the celebrity was, um, who the headline is about. Got it. Okay, there's four. Um, starting off strong in 2012, TMZ posted a picture with this famous male celebrity stating blank blank terrorizes Hollywood dot 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 in Taliban costume. <laughs> who is this celebrity? I'll give one hint. This person is most known for the hits they've made outside of the studio. Oh, the hits no. they've made? Alec Baldwin? <laughs> okay. Okay. Imagine Alec Baldwin walking around in the Taliban outfit. That would not, we, that would be a bigger story, I feel. Yeah, okay, you're right. Like, I think that's something maybe, I would know. I would never forget. He loves shooting a gun. Maybe I misunderstood the game. <laughs> you got to guess who this was. This actually happened in 2012. I remember it, too, after she told me. It's a, a musician. Well, a singer slash dancer. A singer slash dancer. Oh, is it um The weekend? No, in 2012. Maggie, who do you think it is? Maggie can jump in. Chris Brown. It was ding, ding, ding. Oh, I get it. And I remember it vividly now that more hits made outside the studio. Oh, which isn't good. true. He's way more hits than one. But, um, oh my God. In wow, 2005. He really has been a piece of shit the whole time. Yeah. That was after. It was like four, three years after. Oh, what? Oh, 2012. Yeah. yeah he did Jesus it. That happened like 08. Chris 09. Brown, 100% is proof that cancel culture really doesn't exist. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we could, like, we could deep now or whatever. I have thoughts on that. Anyway. Okay. In 2005, the sun left us with this beautifully simple headline, blank, the Nazi. <laughs> this particular public figure showed up to a native and colonial themed Halloween party, which is ironic considering who he comes from. Who is this celebrity? Elizabeth Warren. <laughs> Wait, what? Can you say it again? 2005 headline is blank, the Nazi. Oh, it's um, it's Harry, yeah, isn't it? Harry. <gasps> oh, remember? Yeah, he was like a teenager, nice. or like a twenty-year-old, twenty-something probably. And he was a fucking Nazi. He writes about I it in his book Air. He writes about it in his book Nazi. Well, he pro- <laughs> he probably borrowed the uniform from Charles, so a Nazi sympathizer. Sympathizer. I think it was Charles' father. Yeah, it would be another oh, I think. Oh, anyway. Yeah, the next one. Yeah. Regardless, who, who cares? They're all fucking Nazis. <laughs> okay. In 2010, this socialite attended a Halloween party in a Native American-inspired costume. Jezebel later tweeted, "If she'd added a long black wig, it could have been Cher. Instead, it was just racist. Who is this?" I was going to say Cher. 
But that was a long time ago. 2010. Ariana Grande? You really want Ariana Grande to be racist, don't you? I remember this too. A I singer? kind of no, remember uh, this. Well, they haven't. They, they, singer? Sure. But like, that's not what they're known for. Gather McPhee. Oh. <laughs> no. Paris Hilton? Yes. Good job. There oh, we go. really? Yeah. I got there. You I got, got there. there. I don't remember that at all. Even the stars are blind. Apparently. Okay. We have one more that. Okay. In 2012, Glamour magazine had a headline stating blank and blanks costumes are ungodly blank and blanks so with a couple the costumes were un- ungodly being the the main word here the hint blank and blank and the second couples has three names so it's like blank 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 is their name and the it was last year you have to do and that. Con- it was, it's a it's a it's a duo couple what year 2022 they dressed up as a vampire priest and a chained up sex friend last year. <laughs> sex friend. So he was a vampire priest. He was a priest. And then she was like a sex goddess friend of his. She, he like had chained up next to him. This isn't like John Legend, is it? No, it is. The guy has three names. Like boom, boom, boom is his name. Oh my God. Oh my God. It's, it's, it's Machine Gun Kelly. And, um, oh my God. Megan yes. Fox. Megan Fox. Thank you. Oh. Yes, yes. <sighs> they were like a sex priest. But wait, why was that offensive? I, just he's a because he's because I think he was a priest and he had like a, his his like sex slave with him. Oh, <laughs> that's oh. offensive to most people, Andrew. Like, what? <laughs> oh, it just sounds like a good Friday night to oh, me. Now we know Andrew's Halloween costume for this year. <laughs> I think that one was more like the religious people getting upset. Yeah, 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 for sure. Yeah, yeah, of course. Well, their whole yeah. thing is like I think they always make commentary towards like religion and stuff, and they did, didn't they do like the when they got married they like shared blood, like drank each other's blood. I think so. Something, something weird or like, like that. I don't know. Celebrities, like, celebrities like don't shower now or something like that. They don't bathe their kids. Something like that's going on. Okay, that was like not them. That was something else. <laughs> okay. Oh, whatever. Oh, Lord. Well, that was the end of that game. So I don't think we'll ever play that one again. <laughs> I don't know that many of the games have staying power here. No, they usually just pop up for a week. <laughs> <laughs> well, speaking of, we were going to interrogate Maggie about her hatred of Halloween. And I'm very curious to hear about this because for a very long time, I have been quite indifferent about Halloween. I don't hate it. I don't love it. It's just another holiday that I get to get drunk on. And if my girlfriend wants to dress me up in a costume, I'm more than happy to do so. But I don't have the love for the holiday like some people do, including our very own Erica. Maggie, I'm curious. Please put your employment on the line because when Erica hears this, she is going to be aghast. I dealt with the three of you while she's gone. She could say nothing. She can be mad at me for Halloween, but she can't be mad at me for anything else. So I have a lot of thoughts on this. One being that my birthday and Halloween are really close. So growing up as a kid, everybody just assumed I wouldn't have a Halloween birthday party. They're different. My birthday and Halloween are different. I don't want a Halloween birthday party. And that was just like the expectation as a kid. Or like in class, the whole room was already decorated for Halloween. And like, I wanted to focus on my birthday. Okay, hold up. What school decorates for each kid's birthday? Well, they put up a little sign or something like that. Yeah. I'm sure they did. And you could just see it in front of the room. And I just didn't want Halloween to be around me. Yeah. And then my other thing is that I really like niche costumes. And I think nobody found them funny growing up. And so I was like, really? Like, I thought I was being funny and witty at times. And I just like, wasn't. Okay, what well, growing up, Give I it mean, to like, us. Give it to us. But I was going to say by growing up, I meant like in college. So. Oh, okay. I was, still, I was, I was gonna going to ask you, Kirk was Al Gore when he was eight. Were you Janet Reno? <laughs> <laughs> no, I was Nancy Drew four years in a row. 
Slay. Okay, that's, that's I how, loved that's how Nancy Drew as a kid. You kind of are Nancy Drew, not gonna lie. That like means a lot. No, you you gave off Nancy Drew energy in a good way. I rewatched the Emma Roberts version the other day. I, it's like there's an Emma movie. Roberts. Okay, you know what? Of course there is. Talk about canceled celebrities. She is, she is kind of getting eaten up right now. Yeah. Anyway, keep going. Man. I love Star Trek. I was Ugh. obviously a Star Trek. You were a Trekkie kid. Were you like? I don't even know who's in Star Trek. Who was in it? I was just a generic character because my mom went to the Halloween Town's like Halloween store and got me like one of those like literally just like shirts that had the little like emblem on it, <laughs> so I could say like perfect. Star Trek. You were a red shirt. Yeah, I was a red shirt, <laughs> and yet you still survived to this day. Barely. And now she's been red pilled. I just think <laughs> that Halloween is overrated and every, it, it's really hyped up. And then I like costumes that are funny, and everybody just goes for like the stereotypical yeah. costume and. I hate coming up with a costume, all of it. I just don't like any of it. How you feel about Halloween is like how I feel about New Year's Eve. Like just exhausted by the entire thing. Like we've already done the holiday yes. thing for the last six weeks. Like, can we just get a break? Yeah. I'm thinking as a backup option, I'm going to be a box of Barilla pasta and get a blue dress and just glue some noodles on it. Perfect. Isn't Barilla pasta something Trump yeah, do they're problematic or was he pro- they're problematic oh no didn't, didn't something happen like oh, that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they're very they're very conservative you'll have to go with another brand <laughs> that's so fucked up she can't be gorilla <laughs> pasta you could be a can be of a goya pasta? beans you can't actually. i don't want to be a can of goya beans well you could go with problematic food products <laughs> barilla pasta's turnaround from i thought it was burrito too but um but no i, I actually drove by the like factory in italy um but barilla pasta's turnaround from homophobia to national pride wow after the chairman rebuked gay families on national radio his ceo spent five years cleaning up the company's reputation wow what who knew well i mean i did but i forgot about it here's the problem i don't even buy barilla because it's expensive i buy the store i'm at so like should i go as harris teeter spaghetti like good <laughs> You, that, that's so non sequitur. It's even you could be funnier. Velveeta. Yeah. Why would I want to be Velveeta? I fucking love Velveeta. Great. I'll get right on that. Do you even have plans? Rude. Yes, I have a party. I have friends. <laughs> I didn't mean it like that. Just because we pay her to be our friend doesn't mean that she doesn't have friends of her own. <laughs> Boy, I think I might be able to out problematic something. Here. Yeah. I could go two roots with this. I could just straight up be Dylan Mulvaney or. <laughs> Or I could be the Bud Light can and I'm Dylan Mulvaney's face. Like, it's just a huge Bud Light can and I'm the face. <laughs> you should be a Bud Light executive trying to convince people to take the Bud Light. Just oh walk God, around with so. a case of Bud I mean, Light. I think I should do something with the Bud Light, though. I think that's funny. <laughs> I that's think that funny. that would be really topical and yeah, very funny. But I should do a Bud Light and I, am the f- and I just dress up as Dylan Mulvaney. I, I don't even think you need to dress up as Dylan I'm just Mulvaney. myself like on a Bud Light can. Uh, yeah, I, I think that you can make a social commentary about the Bud Light can without like doing Dylan. anything that would yeah, yeah, yeah. would be. I think it could just be me, a gay man on a Bud Light can. Yeah, just gay be man like on a, a Bud Light can. Yeah, just be like a faggot on the front of the Bud Light can. <laughs> yeah, I like that. That's funny. All right, how am I going to fucking order a huge Bud Light can? You'd have to you, make you one. You literally were Christy Carlson Romanos. You know, it's late. The Bud Light can costume. Oh, oh my god, guys, they sell it. They literally sell a Bud Light can costume. Why are You're you done. surprised by that? I don't know. Like, who wants to be that? They're probably discounted now. I might now. just do it, but I kind of wanted my face. Maybe I'll print out my face and put it on the can. Okay, we'll think about it. This All right, well, perfect, yeah. yeah, that. Like, I get that, and then I could put, like, print my face out and put it. 
or it's like my nudes. I can put my nudes on it. Or honestly, no, I I do actually think that this could be an iconic Halloween costume. Just as you holding, it's like her with her pearls and they're like. I know, but I think like I don't want to be offensive true. to Devon. Yeah, that might be offensive. I don't want to offend her. She like went through it. She went through it. it. Okay, so. girl, she went through and got paid to get through it. I would get paid. I would love to be paid to get through it. <laughs> Sometimes I just go through it. She like literally was getting death threats, but it's fine. Okay, I'm kidding. I do like her. I support her. I do. Or maybe I'll be, (laughs) maybe I'll be a a Venmo QR code when girls post it on their Instagram stories for bachelorette parties. That is great. You should (laughs) be the buy buy a bride a drink. drink. It's my bachelorette party. You have to make it an actual working Venmo, though. Oh, yeah. Code that goes to your Venmo. Yes. It's like, buy me a drink. It's my bachelor party. That is. And I'll just be a girl. I'll be a girl. Or be a social. Yeah. Be a social media post with that. Like, I'll I'll just put the story on me. Yeah, that'd be great. Wait, that's good. Okay, cool. Now we're just like talking as friends, but. We can get all this. Well, we did it. We survived Erica's reign of terror because we did a whole string of episodes that were her idea. So we're coming into the Kirk and Andrew era, much to Maggie's dismay. Dear God. And uh, Paul's back with us. So this is what you get when three lazy white men take a black woman's work and use it as our own. And this is I what wish you got. I had a witty retort, but I am I know, I honestly in shock. <laughs> we are literally Ryan Murphy at this moment. Let's end this shit. I'm Andrew. I'm Kirk. I'm Paul. Listen, asshole. No, you listen, little bitch. You hang up on me again, I'll cut you like a fish. Understand? Thank you for listening to Hellscape Carousel. If you like what you heard, leave a five-star review, subscribe, and follow us on social media. Stay tuned for more episodes. 